0: This is Nick Umbarlaro, host of Tiger Talk, a student media podcast based on news for the LSU and Baton Rouge area. Welcome to March. Coming up, we have the NCAA tournament with both men's and women's basketball looking to make an impact. Joining us now to talk more about the women's program, it's Tyler Harden.
1: Hey, guys, how we doing?
0: So, Tyler, you went to, up to Nashville hung out at the sec tournament up there was staying hoping that lsu was going to go past the first round of games that they had but you know kind of fell up short so lsu this season during the regular season speaking of that finished out with an eight game win streak finishing 24 and 5 second overall in the sec heading into the tournament you know they were without alexis morris she injured herself in the alabama game just a few games back um but you know fellow co-worker of of ours, Dylan Sanders, came out, had a little communication with Kim Mulkey off the bench, and, you know, he asked her, what's the deal with Alexis Morris, and she said, Kim Mulkey said, "Uh, if the NCAA tournament was today, she would be playing, but, you know, we're going to save her for that. So Alexis Morris, who was a huge part during the regular season, she missed out of the SEC tournament, but, you know, what did you see in the Kentucky
1: game? Yeah, I mean... Kentucky, obviously, you know, just a team that caught fire at the right time. You know, Coach Mulkey, she, she kind of said in the, in the press conference, Kentucky's a team to watch out for. We can't take them lightly. We can't, you know, look to that next round, you know, looking like, oh, are we going to play Tennessee or, or whatnot? And that's exactly what happened. Kentucky caught fire. And I feel like, you know, uh, Faustina Fua and Autumn Newby were just playing their, their best ball of the year you know, down the home stretch and Kentucky caught on to that. You know, they they limited the rebounds, you know, they really brought brought a presence in the paint and, you know, that's really where the problem started and, you know, the the perimeter wasn't hitting at the same time. You know, Kayla Pointer had to do a lot. And, you know, L S U just they they couldn't find their bearings. Yeah. Yeah. I
0: mean speaking of Kayla Pointer, she ended up having twenty seven points that game. Ryan Payne of Kentucky I'm sorry, Ryan Howard of Kentucky. Uh, 32 points. So it was kind of that back and forth between
1: the yeah. two of them. Yeah, it was everything. You know, I, I probably expected in that sense. You know, just one one of the best players in the country and Ryan Howard, of course. You know, 32, no surprise there. And Kayla Pointer, another top guard in the country, dropping 27. You know, that's that's why they're two of the top players in the country. And you know, in a game where you know things weren't clicking, you know, Kayla Pointer still put up numbers, and that's always good to see.
0: Absolutely. So. Closing out the rest of the weekend, Kentucky, like you said, went on a historic run, uh, knock off LSU, knock off Tennessee, and then win the SEC tournament on a last-second shot uh, over South Carolina. They go before the tournament unranked, and I think
1: I saw today they're up to like 16th right now. So you
0: were there for the whole weekend. What else did you see?
1: Yeah, Kentucky, fun team to watch. You know, they're they're a team that you know runs you know consistently seven eight players a game you know a lot like us you know not really deep on the bench but you know the players they put in they they trust them and you know the una Edwards you know probably one of the best bench players in the country i'd say she goes in and makes an impact right away and they, and they trust her just like they do any other starter you know they'll give her the ball and she's not afraid to go up with it and things like that i just really like them going into the tournament especially you know coming off a weekend that they just had like, they're on fire right now, and those are the teams that are dangerous in March. And, you know, like I said, just a really fun team to watch, and all things set aside, you know, I, I think they're going to make a good run.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's not to say LSU is going to make a good – LSU, we think, is going to do a fantastic oh, return as well. Of course. I mean, getting Morris back is going to be huge. I mean, looking ahead, there are going to be games here on campus at the PMAC. That's something that's, you know, kind of been set in stone. They have
1: had a fantastic season heading up to this point. And they are going to be rewarded with that. Yeah, it's it's going to be crazy. You know, hosting game hosting the first two rounds, hopefully at at the PMAC, is is going to be something I feel like, unlike anything the LSU women's basketball program's experienced in a long time. And you know, the the seniors on this team, you know, to say that they deserve it is an understatement because they've they went through the hard parts of this you know program. They've been through the hardships. They've gone through the adversity. And everything like that and I just feel like this is kind of a a thank you to them no matter what happens you know this as coach Mulkey says a lot you can't write any negatives no matter how you know anything turns out in the NCAA tournament
0: yeah I mean you're speaking to just what they've had to deal with and if you look record wise I mean they had COVID in 2020 so that season was shut down and then last year they were 9 and 13 overall with that record and to go from 9 and 13 all the way to 25 and 5 I mean, you have a same nucleus of players, you know, Jalen Cherry was there last year, Faustina Fua, Caleb Pointer, your leading scorer. But then you add in Alexis Morris and Autumn Newby, and they added this new dimension to the game. You bring in a fantastic coach and Kim Mulkey, and you just see the effect that Mulkey has on the program, what she's able to do with these players and bringing them up to a next level.
1: Yeah, I feel like, you know, having Coach Mulkey, you know, obviously for the regular season, it did a lot for the program, kind of put them in a position. That they're in now for an effective postseason, but I feel like we're gonna see the the best parts of you know having Coach Mulkey in these next couple weeks because you know she made it to the you know the NCAA tournament every single year since two thousand three, which is unheard of, and you know she she's just super effective in the postseason. She knows how to handle the pressure. She knows how to handle the pressure on the bright the brightest lights you know the biggest stages whatnot you know she she knows how to handle that and you know a team with players that hasn't you know really experienced any of that this this is when it's going to pay off and I feel like having her she's almost going to be like a player out there you know she's going to be able to be like hey you know settle down you guys don't really need to be all ramped up right now and stuff and you know it's just going to be it's going to be really good that she's there for for that team especially you know in those first two rounds where you know the nerves are going to be there naturally you know this. You know the program hasn't been in this position in a very long time. So, it, it's it's definitely going to be good having her there.
0: I mean, speaking of a long time, 2014 was the last time they made the Sweet 16, and 2008 last time they made the Lead Eight. So, it is a new experience for a lot of people, both on campus and around this program. They haven't seen that kind of success with this women's program in a long time. Uh, I mean, you, you made the point of you know. She is almost like another player on the bench, you, uh, coming off the bench. She, her excitement on the sideline is just second to none. I mean, during that game against Kentucky, she got right in the face of that official on that missed foul call. She ended up getting a technical, which, like, as a fan, you love to see your coach sticking up for the players. But she
1: has just have a, she has a fiery passion about her, and it's great to see that kind of energy with the program. Yeah, I mean, it's. Like you just said it, it's great. You know the energy she brings because you know th- That is a factor in those close games. You know that the game here against Florida You know she was all riled up and everything and you know the fans fed off that and you know the players fed off the fans It's just a chain reaction and you know and you know having things like that in the NCAA tournament That's gonna win you games mm-hmm. and you know just having that I feel is really good. Yeah, so Let's got a project projection. How do you feel the team is gonna do? I feel, you know, I feel right now I'm in a kind of a state that they're in. I'm focusing on the first two games. I'm not really looking that far ahead because ahead. you know, like if you had told me, you know, going into the SEC tournament that they were gonna lose to Kentucky in the opening round, I honestly thought you would have been crazy because like we were on fire. Just as Kentucky was on fire, so were we. We had every reason, you know, to be like, Oh, we're gonna be the team that, you know, surprises a lot of people. So I, I think we're gonna I think we're gonna make some noise. You know, I, I think we're going to surprise a lot of people. You know, I, I definitely think we're going to make it to the second weekend. But, you know, it, it's March Madness, you know, just as the men's, the women's is, is just as interesting. You know, we, we don't know the team that's going to, you know, catch fire right now. It, we, we have no we have no idea. We, we have no guesses. That's just how it works. But, you know, I think we're going to I think we're going to make some noise and I think it's going to be exciting. Yeah, there's
0: always those Cinderella stories in March. Oh, of course. I'm going to be bold. uh joe our sports editor he asked us today uh just what we thought you know going into this how we thought the team was going to do and you know i kind of went back and forth and i think they're going to be elite eight i think they're going to get to that round i think this is going to be a fantastic building block for the program i mean bringing kim Mulkey in was already a huge step for it but getting to the elite eight or even the sweet 16 for that matter. Getting to that in her first season, given the players she had, the players that she brought in, you know, with low expectations and completely turning around, I think that's a great floor to build the program off of. Yeah,
1: no, I couldn't agree more. I mean, I think we're definitely a second weekend team. You know, definitely, you know, sweet 16 contender, elite eight contender material. And I feel like, you know, having Coach Mulkey now, like I said earlier, you know, that could, you know, buy you through the first two rounds just because of her experience. You know, she's been through it countless amount of times. You know, she knows how to handle it. And, you know, I feel like that'll take us, you know, a long, a long way. Yeah.
0: I mean, last week she made jokes about winning or not winning the SEC coach of the year. Uh, Don Staley over at South Carolina won that award. And Kim kind of joked, you know, I got a bunch of those back home just collecting dust.
1: But she did actually win the national coach of the year from the athletic so speak to that aspect of her no i mean you know if it's any year that she deserves an award for you know all she's done for a program it's this year because she you know last year they were 913 you know they were no by no means relevant in any sort of way and she she resurrected that program basically and you know like yeah the record might not have been better than coach don staley at south carolina but you know just how quickly she turned her program around i feel like that has to be recognized as much as possible yeah. so. well it's march what is it march 9th right now
0: so we're just a couple days away from selection sunday so look forward to that we're having huge uh reveille paper packed full of march madness goodness so look for that on the stands but you know look for the look for the tigers in the tournament and everything going on in the pmac
1: coming ahead but thanks for joining us, Tyler. Yeah, absolutely anytime. Yeah. Where can we find you at? Uh, I'm on Twitter at TTJ Harden 8. Same thing on Instagram and yeah, give me a follow. Awesome. Well, thank you. All right, thank you.
0: Now we're going to kick off the men's half of this podcast. And join us now Henry Huber, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing well. So we just got done talking about women's basketball and everything that, you know, leading up to the tournament. And you're joining us now to talk about the men's. So one thing I like to point out with this season is just the polarity of it. You know, 2021, you start out twelve and one calendar shifts, and they're nine and nine in the year of twenty twenty two. Yeah. Uh finished sixth in the SEC. And I mean, they are currently seated or I'm sorry they're going to play a second round game in the sec tournament we're waiting on the results from old miss and missouri uh last time i checked it was halftime tied up at 32 we are recording this on wednesday march 8th so yeah you know we don't know the future yet so they're going to see one of those two teams but you know what have you seen from the team recently and how can they go forward
2: so i mean re- I, like i like to say uh like recently the past three games i, I feel like uh um, the team's getting used to Pinson being back in. They're, uh, I think they're playing more up to their potential, like how they were playing when they beat uh, like Kentucky and Tennessee back in January. Um, so, like, I mean, personally, I'm, uh, you know, I'm sort of optimistic about the tournament. I, I think, uh, I think they are. They've played very well. Um, like uh, they 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 fixed some of the flaws like on the like offensive boards uh, they had like their best free throw um, performance against Arkansas even though they lost but I mean you know at, at the end of the day like we still didn't beat Ar- Arkansas uh, like we're we're getting we're getting there but is it is it too late like is it is it too late to be getting back into it like I mean are, are we gonna be back to 100% for the tournament, is right. the question.
0: I mean, you missed Pinson for a whole huge section of the season. Yeah. I mean, when Peter was on, we were staring down, you know, 10 games left in the SEC, yeah. and if I'm not mistaken, they were 4-6, and 5-5, five and five, something yeah. around there, uh, just closing out that point of the season. So it's it's hard to look at the team and, like, feel super optimistic about it. But like you said, the last couple games, you know, there was some very questionable officiating. But yeah, this is a common yeah. theme throughout the whole SEC when it comes to the officials uh, against Arkansas. A couple flops <laughs> that come to mind. And yeah. apparently they have a whole flopping board. Up in their team headquarters, I saw Munchtown yeah. walking around.
2: Yeah, I mean that guy. Uh, is it is it Williams the guy that was? Uh, what's his name? The guy that drew drew yes. the charges. I believe I, was I, Williams, I, believe, yes. I, I believe he's he's very uh, well known for drawing charges like that. Um, and I mean they were some very questionable ones. I will say, um, ones where he was like you know moving or like we barely made contact it's just like i mean
0: come on yeah i mean there's the one where pinson's driving the lane and he mm-hmm. throws a ball out to the wing and they call a foul on that yeah. it's just like you
2: know I, yeah i don't like to be like i mean i'm always in in the moment of watching these games like i'm i'm always gonna be like oh that's not a foul like i'm always gonna complain about it but like i don't like to complain about it outside because like outside of the games unless it's you know justifiable mm-hmm. and. I believe in in this instance (laughs) it tends to be. I mean, uh, I'm pretty sure one of those charge fouls fouls was uh, was was uh, it was Eason that got called for it. He ends up fouling out at the end, Mm -hmm. which that was another very uh, very questionable part of the um, the uh, like the foul calling was. um, I saw uh, somebody tweeted and I think it was like Shia Dixon. uh, It was like. The timestamps of each foul and like how many points Terry Terry Eason had. Hmm. And when he started go, he starts going on that scoring run in the second half, and suddenly he gets called for like three fouls, gets fouled out.
0: Yeah, I mean, you're taking your best players off the court because they're in that foul trouble and can't be out there to close the games. I mean, I think Williams also fouled out. I don't know. I was curious for that when it did happen.
2: I'll admit, I was I was kind of uh, I was a little a little happy when he when he did that. Uh, You know, I mean like no no bias Hmm. as a as a revelry guy but yeah
0: yeah. so they wrap up at Fayetteville come back home face Alabama and you know they take they kind of falter near the end they end up going to overtime but they come out on top over Alabama so what did you see in that game
2: I I, like uh I mean for one there is the the negative of uh I mean it's it's something we've me and Peter have talked about um uh like uh Terry Eason at the end of games he, he tends to like if um, if the if the game isn't going his way he tends to get frustrated and he uh, we, he drives in uh, with a we have a 72 70 lead and drives drives in for a layup uh, misses it and then immediately comes back and gets that foul at midcourt that allows him to tie the game uh, I think that that's that's still something that could could hurt us in the um, in the tournament, not just him specifically, but just us finishing uh, finishing in the in the uh, in crunch time. Uh, however, like now talking about positives, what we did in overtime, I w- uh, it kind of uh, it kind of like made me feel a little bit better about their their finishing because they they did they did uh, they did, they did clutch it out. Like we got put in a tough situation. I think I want to say down three. Uh, with like a minute or two left in the game, and we, uh, at Easton redeems himself, gets, uh, the two free throws, the block and, um, steal in the, in the layup to take the lead. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was kind of relieving to see was him, him bouncing back immediately like that. I think that could go a long way in the tournament.
0: Yeah. I mean, like what is. What has Will Wade kind of said about the team moving forward?
2: Um, well, in uh, in in reference to that specific thing, uh, I mean, he said that they like, uh, they still made mistakes, like they still they still have been making mistakes in crunch time, and that's something that they they need to fix. Um, I mean, like very happy about the win against Bama. Very happy about the performance against Arkansas. Like fixing the offensive offensive. Uh, rebounding and free throws he was happy about all that stuff but still unhappy about the way they finished in regulation against alabama Mm -hmm.
0: so health is was also a current or sorry health was also a big concern throughout most of the season i mean xavier pinson was out for a majority of games dairy stays he was dealing with a little bit of an injury there as well uh but kind of getting to this point things are kind of looking better for him right
2: yeah, yeah, no, I, no. Uh, he he he's one hundred percent. Even uh, I want to say at the end of I don't know if it was regulation against Bama, he he had like a a brief scare play where he was kind of grabbing his knee. It was uh, a way uh, I think Will Wade explained in the press conference that he would, he was just having trouble with the brace. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's uh, i think i want to say he's 100% like uh, that's what that's what it seems like I, I wouldn't be i wouldn't be worried about that heading into the tournament you know knock on wood knock on wood <laughs> cuz i mean of course um uh, uh, i mean you you mentioned it earlier uh pinson's, Pinson, pinson's injury um i mean i like i i'd, I'd um uh, I'd attribute a couple of those losses to, to to him not being there. I I really do think we I, I really don't think we lost Ole Miss or Vanderbilt or uh, I mean like even even Arkansas the first time I thought we we played tremendous tremendously well without him and. I mean when I asked Wade about it he was like we don't we don't deal with hypotheticals but I, w- I was still like you know I mean if Vincent was in, he probably you know I probably just can't I
1: mean probably,
0: there's yeah. a lot of what-ifs with this yeah, team even course. Adam Adam Miller Adam starting off the of season course, Yeah, you know we didn't have that offensive presence That's that a- you're kind of expecting so but again you can
2: Yeah, at this point it's like I mean all, all you can really focus on is the future and we're still in a pretty pretty solid position
0: you know yeah I mean currently they're Projected, you know, six yeah. fifth, sixth seed overall in the NCAA yeah. tournament.
2: Yeah, fifth, fifth depends on how we do in this in this SEC tournament. Which I mean, like I, I like I like the the potential of, of their their path. I think we could. Um, I mean, you, did you want to talk about their their path in the in the SEC tournament?
0: Yeah, I okay. mean, currently. Again, old miss Missouri going on right now, yeah. like you alluded to, they lost to old miss seventy six seventy two yeah they beat Missouri and I felt like this was a really get back game mm-hmm. when we did come or, uh, when Missouri came to town and they actually beat 75 seventy five fifty five It felt like things were kind of getting back to normal with the yeah. program, um especially to close out the end of the season um so they'll take on the winner of that tomorrow <laughs> March ninth yeah
2: <laughs> wait march. March 10th. Today is March 9th. Sorry, March 10th. It's my uh, it's my, my dad's birthday, and it's Mario Day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, happy
0: Happy birthday, Mr. Huber. All
2: right. Yeah. No, I'm I'm sure I'm sure he'll he'll be excited to hear that. I'm I'm gonna send that over to them after uh, when it's out for sure. So
0: yeah. Well, what what are you seeing for that SEC tournament?
2: So I mean, uh, I really like the. I mean, I, I don't mean to look ahead. I I, I mean, uh, I I see us if if we face off against Ole Miss, like that's my prediction. Um, I see them handling business there, getting their revenge. I, I don't I don't see us losing that. And mm-hmm. then after that, we get we get Arkansas, at a, a neutral side game, like which, like I I I think. I think the most one of the more impressive parts, not maybe not the more impressive part, but like one of the impressive parts about our matchup against, our last matchup against Arkansas was that we went in we went in like on the road and, and performed that well. I mean had them on skates the entire game right up until the end. So yeah. I think I, like, I'd like to believe we go in and uh, if I mean we pick up a win there, uh, I think we, we might impress enough to move up. Yeah. And if not, I mean we we faced we have a good game against Auburn you you never know.
0: I mean it's all about getting hot yeah, that is the madness of March. <laughs> yeah,
2: those. yeah, getting hot at the the like perfect time. I mean, you see that with uh, a lot of the tournament teams last year um, uh, well I guess, uh, ucla uh, Ucla had that uh, a great game against Michigan State that got them started and Oregon State had their run. Mm-hmm. The Pac-12 tournament that got him started, thought the same thing was going to happen for Georgetown. It, it did not. <laughs> no, <But laughs> I, I picked I, both of those. I had Georgetown
0: know? going a while, and I did. The, <sighs> I the, think uh, I had them on my Sweet 16. <laughs> <laughs> the heartbreak of so many brackets. Yeah, God.
2: yeah. No, I, th- I want to say it was 50-50 for Georgetown because it was a big deal that they. I mean, they they beat somebody. Uh, I want to say maybe Seton Hall or Villanova, like they they destroyed. Mm-hmm. Like it was it was kind of absurd. And then yeah, they they went in and just got walloped <laughs> by Colorado. Yeah. Not fun, but yeah. Such as I mean, such as the the pain of March Madness. Yes,
0: I I have many brackets that I have just crumpled up and thrown away <laughs> after the first
2: round. I yeah, like uh, I I I like to like to keep them, but I would not like to look at some of those. Uh, there, I mean. I want I want to for the research aspect of it, but it, it is painful to see all that red. And yes. Especially like like uh, I picked like last last season, I picked the right number of of upsets, but so many of them were wrong. <laughs> uh, Colgate was 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 rough. Uh, I had nine yeah, out of ten de- dentist.
0: recommend Colgate.
2: I, yeah, I really liked Colgate. <laughs> And they looked they looked tr- tremendously like like they were great out the gate, and then Arkansas just you know yeah they realized they're they're an SEC team they can't be losing that.
0: <laughs> so, like we said, fifth or sixth seed most yeah. likely in the NCAA tournament. So, which, oh.
2: which is I mean it not very fun. Uh, you know you know the I mean the infamy of six and five seeds losing in the first round. That's that's a very um, it's a very uh, like. Real situation, something that could that could definitely happen. To LSU. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't let it be you. You know,
0: you never want it to be you. Yeah. But you've been of kind of working on a story about Cinderell's, right? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. And there there are a lot that I'd be worried about uh, LSU getting uh, getting matched up against. Um, I mean, particularly uh, if we were to move up to the five seed. I mean, there are there are three teams that I, I think could could take them down. Uh, being uh, north texas who's uh, very sound but one of the best defenses in the country on top of uh efficient from three uh there's iona who i think could compete with any of any of the four and five seeds like they're uh, they're um, they are a, leg- a, a legitimate uh, force on defense with uh, very effective offensive rebounding and a uh, effective possession ratio which is something i've been Using a lot which that basically just attributes like like offensive rebounding and stuff like that and okay. it, you know it, it combines that with overall efficiency, but uh, Like that that's two of them and then like a lot of those 11 seeds are scary. I mean uh, I was like you've got you've got Michigan you've got um, I mean that's Big Ten mm-hmm. you've got um, Memphis who I think is uh, Can get very hot. I mean they beat Houston twice they um They're, uh, like, in the article, I paired them with Rutgers, which is another potential 12 seed that we could face off against. And both of those teams, uh, incredibly volatile. Like, they can can go hot, they can go cold. Um, They could lose in the first round by 20 or, like, make it to the Sweet 16 or possibly further than that. Like, those are the teams, uh, Rutgers and Memphis, uh, that I could see not only upsetting the first team but possibly getting getting farther so i mean a lot a lot of teams that that could uh, take uh, take down lsu in that first half if they're mm-hmm. not careful um granted I, I do think we have um I, we we had um very good performances in the early season that make me think that it's not going to happen i mean you have ohio who's got has the potential to be thirteen seed um, we beat them by uh, I don't don't remember how many, but it was it was fairly decent. It was one of those
0: November December games. Yeah, <laughs> It yeah, was yeah, a while yeah. back.
2: Beat Belmont by thirty. Uh, had a close game with um, like Belmont. Like they're not they're not in the tournament, but they they were one of the top teams in uh, whatever conference that mm-hmm. is. I, I don't exactly remember, but. Uh, <laughs> one of the top teams in that conference we we beat them by 30 uh, liberty was was number 1 in the atlantic sun uh, one of those divisions they didn't get in but it's another like like another uh, team that we would have potentially faced as an upset and uh, louisiana tech mm-hmm. so i mean we 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 we've, we've had i don't see us getting upset but i mean there are just there are just a lot of interesting teams that 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 could do it um uh, like, but I do think that those early early season performances are are indicative that you know we're not gonna we're not gonna ha- have that happen. Knock on wood. <laughs> but I mean that was a, a bit of a ramble. I don't I don't really know I don't really know uh, if I covered all the teams, but that's just some of them.
0: I think you threw out you know some pretty significant players that could be. You know potential matchups against LSU. Yeah,
2: K- keep an eye on those if uh, if, if you if, if you uh, were able to keep track of all those teams
0: because mm-hmm.
2: they are there are a lot.
0: Yeah. Well, it all like you said, it really comes down to how hot they get in the SEC tournament. Yeah. You know, fingers crossed on that. Knock on wood. You know, maybe they can make a run at this. Yeah. So, let's say things go well. Where do you see them landing?
2: Like, what do you mean? Uh, like if you if you mean if we if things go well in the SEC tournament, things go well in
0: the SEC tournament, we start out March yeah. out. Where where do you see the team possibly going?
2: I think um, I think we if we if we were to beat Arkansas and um, have a good performance, get Auburn against Auburn. Um, I think we that's that that's enough to move us up to five. As for uh, I don't think there's any possibility of moving up to four, even if we were to win at all, but. We, we win it all, then for sure we're moving up to five. We're taking that spot from Bama. Mm. Like, there's no way they, they can keep that from us. Yeah. Which, yeah, I mean, not, not a fun spot, but I honestly like you know, a little bit better than being a six. Because okay. I mean, uh, not just for the first round, but for the second round we would face someone very similar to our skill level, which is like ideal, most ideal. And you get that momentum if you do beat that team. Like I think we could match up well against any of those four seeds.
0: Okay. So, how far are you going to put LSU on your actual tournament bracket? <laughs>
2: that's that's very difficult. I'm uh, I'm planning on making a good amount of brackets, but the one you know, the one that we like, the one that I'm most confident in. Um, it's really hard to say. I'd I'd have to look more into the the three the three seeds that we're facing, but currently, like. We end up as a five seed. I I, I have them Sweet Sixteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, we end up as a six seed. We we end up against like Tech, like uh, Tech or Purdue. Right now, I don't think we I don't think we win that. Yeah. That's just off of that's just off of like them having no SEC, um, like no SEC. Well, yeah, no like uh, like with the SEC tournament still
0: in the future, like. I mean, a couple days away yeah, from Selection Sunday. Yeah, it's all exactly. up in the air right now. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. What about you? You know, that's what it really comes down to. Me, we are again a couple days away. Yeah. So I definitely look at the names on the board when I do get my bracket of 68, 68 teams. Um, when I do get that, I definitely look at the names on the board, check offense, defense, like yeah, everybody else sure. does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it really just comes down to the matchups I like. I'm definitely having them going past the first round. I can put that down confidently. I'm going to put them for one game. But, you know, there has been issues throughout the season, and I don't know if they have really fully overcome that. So I guess floor for me is at least the second round. Yeah. Love to see them go further, but floor is the second round for me.
2: <clears throat> no, I mean, uh, I don't know if you want to talk about the, the close the close game stuff right now, but um – I mean, the uh, uh, LSU going into the into the Alabama game, we were winning just thirty seven point five percent of our, our close games, mm-hmm. which is very low. There, uh, I mean, it's uh, one of, one of the things that I looked in for those those upset teams that I liked was that uh, you know I, I Iona and Chattanooga both had pretty solid uh, cl- close game records where like. Like, uh, I mean, you're gonna get close games. You, you, uh, you I mean, uh, just talking about LSU, we get the close game against Michigan last year and mm-hmm. blow it, I mean, like, if you're not good in close game situations, it's, it's gonna be rough. And I would like a little bit more proof going into this, uh, like, in this tournament that we can pull it off in close games before I put them farther.
0: Okay, so what is that number for close games?
2: Close games. I th- I, th- I want to say between five. Uh, I, I I don't know the exact Side number. Five point window. Yeah. Okay. Which I mean, I like to believe that whatever whatever baseline they use is is the most effective. Mm-hmm. Uh, I use. Uh, uh, not to you know we were not sponsored but like teamrankings.com i use for a lot of my um, my stats
0: i mean sponsor us if you want <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah 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 you know you're yeah def- definitely welcome uh, for sure i, I uh, but yeah no they they have a lot of um a lot of nice stats that I, I look into i don't like looking into like um you know like rpi and stuff like that i, I don't like taking that into, into account um uh, but though I mean though it's like you know it's the it's the it's algorithmic
0: mm-hmm. like
2: um, I I get that it's it's effective but I, and I'll I'll look at it but that's not what all I'm I'm looking into right
0: an RPI is ranking based on just that's, overall yeah, performance of yeah, teams yeah uh,
2: performance taken in a, into account strength of schedule I believe gotcha and home and like away splits yeah and yeah and all that yeah. yeah I'm sure there's more but I I I don't know the full um what all they use mm-hmm.
0: but yeah yeah. So, how would you wrap up this season? I mean, again, heading into that CC tournament, heading into the actual NCAA tournament. I mean, how did you feel the overall te- team was?
2: I I really uh you, like you mean you mean in terms of like uh, if is will is will Way doing a, doing a good job or Let start I, with I, that. I th- I think I, I honestly like I I really liked it. I mean we we came in um we came in being being dealt a unfair blow of losing Miller. I mean like very like it was I, like i want to say it was was it was it within a week of uh
0: it felt like september
2: <clears throat> I i knew ish. i i knew at some point i i I'd looked into that but I, I don't know exactly how far it was before the before the season started but it was it was a it was a heavy blow i mean he was he was going he was going to be the offense for us mm. like and like at the time we i mean we we didn't really know it but like his offense being paired with LSU's defense would have been lethal, in oh. my opinion. Especially with the uh, progression of like Brandon Murray and Terry Eason, I think I think we would have been one of the, I mean, we are one of the best teams in the SEC, but I think we would have been fighting for that top spot, hmm. in my opinion. Uh, but based off of that, I, I kind of conclude that, I mean, this was an, an impressive year. I mean, it was, sh- it was shaky throughout the, um, throughout, uh, Pinson's injury and and getting back and uh, getting back into a rhythm with them. Uh, they, I mean, that's like a ten game span where we lost like I want to say seven or eight games. That was, it was rough. Yeah, but uh, I mean, I, f- I feel like we've bounced back uh, last couple games right right before, and I I think overall it was a, it was a step up from last season. Mm. Uh, I still think there are, there are. Um, balls that keep popping up like it seems like um seems like play calling tends to be tends to be a struggle from uh, from Wade I mean like one of the ama- amazing recruiter uh I, I imagine very good and um uh, you know in, like motivation uh motivation moments but yeah no I mean successful season uh, I mean obviously with the with the, the few drawbacks but I mean uh, I, I can't complain yeah
0: I mean, Will Wade is approaching a contract year. Uh, his contract's up in 2023, June, th- June of 2023. Yeah. So, do you think he's done enough to get to that second contract?
2: Yeah, no, I think um, just based on how we were doing before that, I, th- I think we've, I think he's proven himself. I, I think he deserves at least a couple more years mm. to to get us there. And I think one of these next few years, we're gonna be we're gonna be really really good. Yeah. I mean, I la- la- next year could be could be it. I mean, we got a couple of very very solid recruits. Don't don't ask me about them. I just I just know they're solid. And <laughs> like I I know we got I know we got a few um, four and five stars. So I, I mean, I'm looking forward to that. And Peter seems excited about it. So yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, like you said, it's, they've been very well at recruiting. I mean, even look at the last couple of years: Cam Thomas going to the draft, yeah. Trent Wofford going to the draft. Some guy that got traded to the 76ers going in the draft as well. <laughs> as
2: well. I'm trying to think of who that is. Who uh, could that be? I, I I I don't pay too much attention to NBA these days, but
0: he uh, got traded to the Nets. Okay, yeah. Sixers okay. to the Nets.
2: Okay, I see. Um, it's not. <laughs> we definitely didn't have uh, Seth Curry or um or oh wait well, oh I know. We, <laughs> I, wow, uh, well. <laughs> Yeah, damn. (laughs) (laughs) Either way. uh, The light bulb went off.
0: (laughs) Either way. It's Uh, March. It's going to be crazy. There's going to be a lot of things going on. I'm really excited. I know I'm going to be... In a, in a few brackets. I know the Revley staff were doing a big one for us.
2: I'm going, uh, I think I'm going to go big this year with the, with the brackets. Um, I mean, I've already been doing more more research, uh, I mean, way before I've ever done it before. So I'm I'm excited for this year. Awesome. Which, I mean, it, it probably will end in the in the same result.
0: <laughs> but you never know. You never, never know. know. We'll, knock on we'll, wood. Yeah. Hopefully wood. get that we'll team sure. right. Yeah. Well, I want to say thank you for coming on, Henry. Where can we find you at?
2: Um, my, my, my Twitter handle is um, how do I spell that? <laughs> with a, <laughs> it's a, just Henry Huber with an underscore at the end, uh, capitalized both both H's and. And uh, revley.com. Just search up Revley Henry Huber, and you can find my stories. Yeah, I've co- covered uh, I cover basketball and uh, and men's tennis for them. So if you're interested in any, any of those sports, feel free to check me out.
0: Quick thoughts on tennis?
2: Uh, tennis. They they uh, they had they had some impressive uh, perform. Uh, I'm talking about men's. Uh, I, I know women's tennis is really really struggling Rock right with now. COVID. Right, yeah, which it's like they they've had multiple matches where they've had to give up points because they didn't have didn't have enough players playing, which like really sucks to deal with. Mm. But a um, uh, men's they they had some impressive matches um, over the weekend. They uh, lose to a decent auburn team uh, five to two which is solid and, and then they i mean uh, like they almost beat south carolina who's the top 10 team in the country like i think that's very impressive so i mean yeah you, you never you uh I, f- I feel like they're i mean they, they got a lot of uh, drama with the coaches and stuff but uh I, I do think they have a good they have a good um, good squad right now
0: for awesome sure. well yeah check out henry's work at the Reveille. yeah thank you for coming on no problem If you're interested in following the LSU Reveille, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at LSU Reveille. For KLSU Radio, you can find them on Instagram at KLSUFM and live on 91.1 FM.